Welcome to Finding Certainty with your host and U.S. Army veteran, Patrick Lang. Over the next hour, you'll learn from Patrick and his expert guests how to attract more certainty into your business and your life. Now, here is your host, Patrick Lang. Welcome to Finding Certainty. Uh, it's not very often that I start out the show by myself. My guest was having some technical difficulties, so she's logged off and is seeking to log back on. Hopefully, she'll be with us here in just another minute. But um, if you're new to Finding Certainty, I thought I'd tell you a little bit about our show as we're waiting for my guest, Ninon, to join us. Finding Certainty is coming up on its year anniversary. I um, was fortunate to be invited to be a guest on a show that's hosted by Frank Hellring, a show called The Business Buzz, uh, about a year ago now. And um, he was interested in what we're doing here at Certainty Management, my consulting firm. Uh, we help companies to improve their profitability. We help them to make more money, keep more, and we do encourage them to give more as well. We're, we're big believers that if you pay it forward, it's going to come back to you tenfold, maybe a hundredfold or even a thousandfold. So I came on the show with Frank, and uh, we had a great conversation about certainty management, what we're doing to help small businesses, what we're doing to help empower nonprofits. We raise unlimited zero-cost funding for nonprofits, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And at the end of the show, he said, you know, Patrick, have you ever considered being in radio? He said, you'd be really good for this. You've got a face for radio. I'm just kidding. But he said, you've got a great voice. You're quick off the cuff. And uh, he said, if I could set up a, uh, an interview for you with our general manager, Robert Cellino, would you be interested? And I said, you know, I never thought about it, but it, it does sound like something I'd be interested in. I'd be very interested. And we talked about the values of being a radio host, of having a platform like this. You get to meet interesting people. You get to control the message, get your own messaging out, you know, do some good if that's your goal, uh, build your business if that's your goal. And so he said, you should do that. Well, I, I ended up meeting with Robert a few weeks later. We had a fantastic call. I, I, I've told a few people this, but I think we were scheduled for 30 minutes and we ended up talking for well over an hour. It was even closer to, to uh, two hours, as I recall. And at the end, he said, Patrick, in, in, well, during the conversation, he said, if you could do a show about uh, a specific topic or you know, uh, a specific arena, what would it be? He, I think he used the word pillars. He said, what would the pillars of your show be? And I told him, first and foremost, I would, uh, I would talk about how whether we're a business, whether we're a nonprofit, we're a, uh, in a relationship, we have to be willing to change. We have to be willing to evolve, consider new relationships, new technologies, new approaches, new mindsets even. And we talk about politicians crossing the aisle and working together. Uh, I think we need to be willing to consider other viewpoints. And secondly, I'm a firm believer that we need to work together. We need to link arms, look past our differences, and focus on what we have in common. And the, the crazy thing is we have so much more in common than we have that we differ on. You know, and yet it's that 5% that we disagree on that's so vocal and so outspoken. It's on the news. And, and yet 95% of the things we, we do agree on. We agree that we want business to be strong and our nonprofits to thrive. We want our children safe at school, clean drinking water, no potholes in the road. You know, the list goes on. 
And so if we could combine those two, that we're willing to evolve and we're, we're willing to work together, we can accomplish so much both in our businesses and organizations, our families and our communities. And in, in the process, we can, we can evolve in our nation and get back some of the national pride we've lost and uh, I think become who we, who we can and should be here as Americans. So anyway, Robert, he said, I love it. I'm going to have you put together a proposal, present it to the board. And um, if uh, we'll see what they say. And he came back about a week later and said, you know, I, I haven't seen this in years, Patrick, but the board unanimously approved your proposal. So usually it's split down the middle, four to five or six to three or something like that. But he said they unanimously approved it. I haven't seen this in years where nine out of nine or whatever the number was, 100% approved your, your uh, proposal, your idea for a show. We then talked about the name. We decided on finding certainty because I, I believe that certainty is a really important topic. Uh, in fact, we did a, a Google search a while back. I had a guest on named Angel Tussie, and she's a media expert. And she just real quick, while we were on the show, did a Google search and looked up um, the word certainty. There were thousands and thousands and thousands of searches and media appearances and mentions of the word certainty. But then on a whim, she looked up the word uncertainty. And there were tens of thousands of searches and media appearances and television, you know, uh, uh, specials and so forth and so on, focused on this word uncertainty. And that brings to bear the fact that there is a, 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 a rampant, even epidemic level of, of fear and uncertainty and worry in our country, whether that's about the rising costs, whether it's about you know, the, uh, you know the, the wars going on around the country, the, the, the cost of living, the, uh, the, the rising cost of health care, the uh, uncertainty about the safety of our children at school, whatever the case might be, it is a concern, and it's a very large concern in America. Um, I was surprised. It was something like 97,000 appearances or 147,000 appearances. I don't remember the exact number, but just within the last 24 hours. That's significant. And so when we decided to start finding certainty, we did it. And my goal and our team's goal, mine and Robert's objective was to create a platform where we could address this, this feeling of uncertainty in America. Where do we go with it? Right? How do we, um, how do we address it? How do we, how do we balance the scale and help people in America, whether they're businesses or not, nonprofits or not, families or singles, how do we feel more certain? And how do we have more faith in, in our futures? So I don't see Ninan logging back on. I hope she's okay. Um, but I may just have to continue this conversation um, until she joins us. Maybe we'll have to have her on another day. Um, so let's talk about that topic, though. This may just be a monologue today. I'm hoping we can meet her because her name is Ninan Dever De Rosa. She's a TV personality. She sent me her bio so I could write up the radio promo for today, and it was multiple pages long. I mean, she's run, she's won 
been she's received over a hundred accolades and awards. Um, and just ex- an extraordinary woman here, and she lives here in Henderson, Nevada, as well as I do. So we're actually neighbors, but we're actually fairly recent acquaintances. And she's actually a really good example of what I'm talking about. She's a phenomenal example of someone who has spent her entire career uh, career creating certainty in people's lives, and a lot of that in children's lives and, and youth youth's lives, yeah, teens, and so forth. Uh, she, in fact, she's a great example and a great um, kind of case study, if you will, for this topic. As I look at finding certainty in our lives or creating more certainty because it is a it is and should be a proactive effort it's not just something we stumble across sometimes maybe but generally it's not a passive exercise it's not something that lands in our lap it's not something that we hope to find and we stumble across right it's something that we have to seek we have to develop and we have to create okay um I'm a firm believer that um, we can do so. And so, and I believe that's the first step when it comes to finding certainty or more, or maybe even more appropriately developing it or creating it in our lives. First, we have to believe it's possible. If we do that, we, um, we're on the right path, right? It's, it's an abundance mindset, if you will versus a scarcity mindset. Do you believe that it can be done? Unfortunately, here in America today, many of us, um, many of us have, have, have lost a little bit of that hope. We're, you know, there's a lot of fear out there. There's a lot of uncertainty because we, uh, we don't know what's going to happen and we don't know quite what to think about that, right? It's the, it's the fear of the unknown, right? I think it was a uh, uh, Jay Leno who once said that most of us would rather be in the casket than giving the eulogy. He was talking about the fear of public speaking. But really, the fear of public speaking comes down to the fear of the unknown. How are they going to respond? Am I going to embarrass myself? Uh, will they like what I say? Will I, you know, will I step on my my uh, my toes or or put a foot, in, you know, insert open mouth, insert foot? You know, it comes down to the fear of the unknown. You think about it, just about every fear out there comes down to a fear of the unknown. Fear of darkness, you're afraid of what's out there. You don't know what's out there. Fear of deep water, same thing. What's what's swimming down there, right? What's going to eat me? Uh, fear of death, of course. Fear of the unknown. Is there life after death? Is it is it hellfire and damnation? Is it going to be uh, judgment? Is it going to be nothing? And... and um, and so forth. Um, you know, I, I think it really comes down to this fear of the unknown. It, from a cell standpoint, um, most of us, in my opinion, um, if, you're a, if you're a good salesperson, if you're a s- successful salesperson, you learn to work with customers to help address their fear of the unknown. You help to talk to, you know, there's this fear of missing out, right? FOMO, as we call it. A good salesperson helps a customer understand that they may miss out if they don't take part in whatever product or service they're sharing. And they'll show them the reason for that. I'm getting a text from Zoom, from Ninan says, uh, 
says the Zoom is not opening. She's not, I don't think she's going to be able to join us. So I may just have to keep going here with this monologue, which is fine. I can, I can talk. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm just doing a monologue. <laughs> okay. Um, so this, this topic of the fear of the unknown, right? Fear of missing out, fear of death, darkness, um, public speaking, they're all um, not knowing what to expect, right? Not knowing what's out there, what's going to hurt us. Well, I'm a firm believer that, um, that most of what we're afraid of is exaggerated, okay? Most of it is not accurate. It's, it's amplified. It's, uh, it's distorted, I remember a class I took when I was attending uh, college. I, I attended Brigham Young University. It was a family sciences class, and they were talking about how we change how we feel by changing what we think. Basic premise was that we um, we we feel certain feelings based on the thoughts that we're telling ourselves. And what what we discussed in the class, what was taught, is that most of the negative thoughts we receive are inaccurate, distorted, okay? And yet they're dictating how we feel. They're dictating what we do. They're either in incapacitating us or they're empowering us, whatever the case might be, usually the opposite. But take an example for uh, uh, two, two coworkers. They both are told that they, they have to go home for a week of paid time off. They, there's some, you know, some, something going through the office and they've both caught it and they're trying to stop the, 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 the contagion. And so they send these two employees home. Well, one of those employees says, I can't believe this. I don't have time to take a week off work. I'm already behind on my work. My inbox is going to be overflowing. I, I can't believe this is happening to me right now. And he goes home or she goes home and, and they're miserable the entire time, stressed and worried. They don't get much rest. They're worried about what's, what's going to come and the workload and so forth and so on. Compare that with the other person who says, sweet, <laughs> this is great. I've needed a vacation and they're paying me for it. Are you kidding me? Uh, and they go home. They say, well, they didn't say I couldn't go fishing. You know, <laughs> they didn't say I couldn't uh, Go hike, go out and go mountain bike, biking or hiking or something. They buy a bunch of junk food. They rent some movies. They, they go home and for a whole week on the company's tab, they relax, they recharge, they read that favorite book they've been wanting or that book they've been wanting to read, whatever the case might be. And they come back. They have the same overflowing inbox. They have the same um, workload facing them, but they come back recharged and invigorated. And, and excited. What is different between these two scenarios, these two coworkers? Nothing other than how they chose to look at it. And this is the principle, okay? With the, I'm gonna teach three principles here about certain, but this is the first one. That we can choose to look at our scenario, our future, our prospects, our challenges. We can look at the economy, we can look at the, the politics, we can look at our health, Every, everything, it doesn't matter what it is. We can look at anything and everything in a different way if we choose to. The glass is half full or half empty, right? There's a silver lining on those clouds or it's rainstorm and thunderclouds. It's, it's entirely within our choice and within our free agency to decide 
how we want to see it. We can have an abundance mindset or a scarcity mindset. We can look forward with optimism or we can look forward with pessimism. You know, we all know the people who say, well, I'm not a pessimist. I'm a realist. That's, that's fine. There's no, there's no, there's nothing wrong with being realistic and doing your due diligence and asking good questions. But are you in the process remaining open-minded to a good outcome? It was Del Carnegie who said in his book, how to, how to uh, stop worrying and start living said one of the best ways to deal with worry is to, in your mind, picture the worst possible scenario, how you would deal with that, and then tell yourself, that's probably not what's going to happen. It's probably going to be better than that. I think I can make some things or prepare or so it's going to have a better outcome than that. And yet you prepare for the worst. That's what being realistic is. being. That's what having an abundance mindset. It's not being unrealistic. It's not being foolish. It's just being open-minded to the possibility of a positive outcome. You know, it looks like actually Ninan is in our waiting room. So we're going to go to break real quick, and then I'm going to bring her on and introduce her because she is a fantastic example of this first principle. And I may have to do a, a second show and continue the conversation. Maybe next week I can get on and teach you the other two principles because this one's really important, but there are two others that go with it that can help you create more certainty in your life and in your profession that are just life-changing. And so we're going to go to break real quick right here, and uh, we'll be right back. And then I'm going to introduce you to my friend, Ninan, who I'm grateful has come on. I don't have to do a whole monologue. <laughs> She's a great example of this principle and much more. You'll enjoy meeting her, and we'll go from there. Thanks so much, guys. We'll be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself, your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888 684 3122 to learn more today. That's 888 684 3122. Visit us on the web at certaintyteam.com. That's certainty, T E A M, like Mary.com. 
Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Klass. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. Welcome back to Finding Certainty. It's just me again. I uh, I had Ninan log on, but she's still having technical uh, difficulties. I don't think it's her fault. Something's going on with Zoom and her internet and everything, so she's not going to be able to be with us today. So just as well, I can continue the conversation here and the monologue that uh, I was doing on the topic of certainty. If you were with us before, we started talking about the first principle in my mind of um, creating certainty, of developing certainty and having more certainty in our life. And there's a couple of others I want to share with you as well. But the first one, as I was saying, is choosing to look for it, okay? Choosing to have a mindset that seeks certainty and has hope for certainty in the future. And I know that's hard sometimes. I don't want to, I don't want to downplay or be insensitive to the fact that life is difficult, okay? There's a, um, there's a, there's a challenge uh, especially of late, of late here in here in the states and even worldwide, there's an ongoing challenge of people of people feeling overwhelmed, of people feeling downtrodden. Uh, there just seems to be a lot coming at us, right? Uh, we, we, this is the mortal experience. We're here on Earth uh, to be tried, to be challenged, to learn, to grow, to be stretched. I mean, that's part of the experience, right? We come here to gain a body, and we come here to be tested. Um, if you're of a religious stand, uh, mindset or a Christian mindset, we, we believe we're here on earth to be to be tried and tested and to uh, become who we can be. And, and it's important, uh, an interesting or, or uh, I think essential insight along this topic is that, and I think if you understand this, 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 can, this can maybe help when we're, we're talking mindset. I'm going to talk a little bit more about this because it's such an important topic. But if you... If you understand the importance of opposition in your life, it frames it and turns it into a, a different experience. It, it, I've experienced this throughout my life. I've seen it in my parents' lives. My dad has had significant medical issues. I've seen him struggling with chronic pain and so forth and so on. But understanding the perspective of opposition, I think, really helps. And let me explain what I mean by that. If we had never felt warmth, how would we know what cold felt like? We didn't know what darkness was. How would we know what the light looked like? If we'd never been sick, how would we know what it felt like to be healthy? Right? Never been sad, how could we be happy? 
ever felt lonely? How could you know what it felt like to be with friends or loved ones or to be loved? This is an eternal principle. This isn't just something I made up. It's not just something that sounds good. This is an absolutely eternal principle that without opposition, the rest of it falls apart. We cannot experience joy if we have not ever felt sadness. And so whether you believe that we're here on earth for a purpose and we're being grown, you know, we're being tested and, and stretched and expanding, that's, you know, set that aside. Just look at it as a pure physics principle. Um, you cannot experience light if you don't have dark. And so I believe that's a, that's a really important principle. And I believe it's a principle you have to keep in mind. You have to keep that perspective that, you're, that life is a, is a series of, of, um, contraries, right? It's a series of challenges and peaks and valleys, experiences of growth combined with experiences of stumbling and falling. The key though, and it comes back to this first principle of having hope is do you fail and stop and, and, and kind of, um, do you curl up in a ball and become incapacitated? Like the first, uh, employee we talked about, he was so upset about having to get a, get, be off work for a week that he just went home and, and, and just didn't get anything done. It was miserable the whole time. Is that your approach when you fail or when bad things happen? Do you, do you stop? Do you curl up in a ball? Do you become incapacitated? Do you, um, do you stop your progress or do you, as they say, fail forward? Do you pick yourself up and keep going? This is the this leads into the third principle I'm going to talk about, but I'll, I'll I'll go there in a minute. Okay, so this mindset is really important, and I know it's hard for some people, right? There are people who are just irritated by that perpetually positive person. Right? I refer to myself as an eternal optimist. Sometimes it drives people crazy because I am like water off a duck's back. I've worked with several startups. We're a part of a company right now that we're. A couple of different companies we're working for that are working that are that are recent startups. They've got a phenomenal idea, but they're going through growing pains. Okay, they're they're working out their technology. There, there's the glitches in the in the growing pains and so forth and so on. And some people have a hard time with that. We always we, we keep telling people if you're not prepared to go through a startup and be in on the pre-launch, then come back in six months. Things will be better. <laughs> right? But you miss out on benefits and opportunities, whether those are stock options or special bonuses or benefits by being in early, by being an early adopter. But it's difficult if you can't keep perspective. It's difficult if you can't keep that, that forward-looking, optimistic, hopeful, and if nothing else, um, um, positive outlook. Okay? It's hard. Um, but I'm telling you, the benefits are so important and they're so far reaching if you can, if you can figure that out. Just three benefits I can think of. Number one, if you're in early, you usually receive additional benefits. Like I mentioned stock options. So with our company, we're working with a company called Transact Card. You can listen to some of the other interviews we've done with the founders and so forth. Just by being in the pre-launch, being an early adopter, there are significant benefits that are being added. Double the buying power, influencer matches, et cetera, et cetera. 
Another thing, though, is if you're in early, you have the you have the experience of growing with the company or with the organization. You grow as they do. You get stronger. You become more in the process rather than just showing up late, reaping the benefits, but missing out on all of that growth. And lastly, I believe this, the experience is richer if you went through that. You can look back and tell the story. Say, I was there. I was there at that very first meeting. I was there the very first day. And you have such a great, richer, more um, a deeper, more um, comprehensive experience. Okay? If you can get in early or as you're going through an experience, going through life and keep that perspective. The second, the second secret to creating more certainty in your life, in my opinion, goes right in hand with this. And that is that as you're growing and as you're learning and as you're going through it, you're seeking ways to get better as you go. Okay, you're seeking ways to understand and have better perspective. You're seeking ways to have greater understanding. You know, for a long time, my uh, my dad has talked about how we all have 2020 hindsight, right? It's easy to look back on the past and see the experiences that came from it, the growth that we went underwent, the lessons we learned, and the uh, overall. Um, kind of richness or depth of the experience. It's very, it, it, you know, we all do that for good or for bad. We look back and th see things we should have done, or we look back and see good choices we made and we're glad we did. What's more difficult though are the other two. The first is foresight. This goes along with the first principle of looking forward with height. It's not just hindsight, it's not 2020 hindsight, but it's foresight. It's looking forward and making a plan for how to make things better. With our company, Certainty Management, and my other company, Certainty Global, what we're doing with Transact Card and others, we're helping people to have more faith and more hope in the future. We help uh, businesses to reduce their costs, to recover taxes, to create uh, additional uh, low-cost benefits. If you need insurance uh, or health coverage, we can help you dramatically improve your pricing, cut it by, I mean, I went from $650 a month for my health insurance with Blue Cross Blue Shield. I now pay $150 a month. And it's even better coverage, in my opinion. I can go to any doctor, any hospital, et cetera, et cetera. So, so from a company standpoint, we're helping customers have more foresight, have a plan, and be able to look forward. You can't just expect certainty to come, as I was saying in the beginning of our, of our show here. You can't just sit and wait and hope it happens. I mean, you can, it's just not a very good approach. You have to be more proactive. And so not only having the mindset that things can improve, but then secondly, making a plan for how to help them improve. The third principle plays into this that we'll cover at the end of the show. The second principle is to look forward and make a plan Seek out plans, seek out ideas, seek out um, opportunities, be proactive and be forward looking, not just either passive, not just, uh, not certainly not um, 
as I said, kept incapacitated, frozen with fear, uh, worried, uh, you know, in your house, staring at the wall, hoping something changes. That's not going to work. Okay. You have to do three things, I believe, to become forward thinking. Okay. To, to proactively create certainty in your life. The first one was to have the hope and the belief that it can happen. The second is to analyze the resources you have, the opportunities before you, the people you know, the skills you have. Give yourself more credit and give your opportunities, your skills, your education, your connections, give them more credit. One of the things we teach our salespeople is to use what we call a memory jogger. This is a tool that they can go through and it reminds them of who they know. Because with any sales, we always say, go to your warm market first, right? Go to who you know, your friends, your family, your old coworkers, neighbors. And this memory jogger is a good litmus test. I always say, grab a piece of, a, a piece of paper and a pencil or, or a pen or get a, you know, pull out your laptop and make a list and go through. And this reminds you, who's your uncle? Who's your aunt? Who's your cousin? <laughs> who's your neighbor? Who's your former coworker? Who's your co current coworkers? former employer, you know, so it just, it, it's a tool that helps you assess who do you know, right? And we can do the same thing, not just in who do we know, but what do we have at our disposal? Oftentimes, I think we, we cut ourselves short. We don't realize the opportunities we have around us, the people we know, the potential that is out there. Um, you have to you have to be willing to be open-minded enough and cog cognizant enough to realize the blessings at your fingertips and at your disposal. And so jot down, not only who do I know, go through the memory jogger. I can send you a list. I can send you a copy of it if you need it. Uh, shoot us a message. But um, also, what are your skill sets? Make a list of what you're good at. What do you enjoy? Make a list of what would you like to do if you had a choice. Make a list of who would you love to work with if you could. Make a list of, of opportunities that you know and people you know that are succeeding that maybe you could connect with and learn from and, and either gain a lesson from, maybe uh, some mentorship, maybe an introduction, maybe an opportunity, okay? You've got to start putting pen to paper and, I guess, assessing your net worth. I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about your collective environment, your network, your, um, your world, right? I guess the, what it comes down to is counting your blessings, as they say, right? Assessing what you have already. I think so often we're focused on what we don't have the money we don't have, the opportunities, the education, we're so focused on what we don't have. And then again, is looking back. That's 2020 hindsight, looking back on the things we've done or, or, or haven't done, the mistakes we've made or haven't made, the successes we've missed out on, rather than focusing on the current, the present, the focus being on the successes that we can make. And so if we can first have a mindset that it's possible. I know it's hard for some of us. We've been beat down. But if we can first have a mindset that it is possible, and then secondly, we have to assess 
what we have available to us. Even just writing down a list of things we like to create and we don't know where to start. That's okay. But do an inventory, I guess is the best word for it. Do an inventory of your life. There's a great book um, by Mark Victor Hansen. I'll have to get the title for you and I'll share it with you in the next segment. Um, I've got to go look it up because I want to get the exact title straight. But it's a great example of what I'm talking about. It's an inventory of what you have available to you and where you could go. And it helps you identify and, and define your resources, your opportunities, uh, your interests, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'll, I'm going to talk about the mid, uh, as we call mid-site piece of it next, because it's a big part of the third principle. But don't just rely on hindsight. It's important. Look back on hindsight. Look back on your life. Look back and assess what you've done, what worked and what didn't work, what you could have done better. Look back and see the lessons you've learned. Learn from them. That's important. But also look forward. Make a plan. Do an inventory. And then the third piece comes in that I'm going to share with you that can change everything, make all the difference in the world when it comes to creating more certainty in your life and literally changing the direction of your life and changing your stars. It's possible. I don't care who you are, where you come from, your demographic, your background, the challenges you're facing, it is possible. I've seen it in my own life. I'm experiencing it. I've seen many others do the same. And these are true principles. So we're going to go to break right now. I'll come back and I'll share with you the third principle and talk a little bit about mid-site, which is an important piece of it, when we come right back. Thanks for listening to Finding Certainty. Uh, even with the twist today, with uh, this is the first time I've done a monologue all by myself, but I hope you're enjoying it. I'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888 684 3122 to learn more today. That's 888 684 3122. Visit us on the web at certaintyteam.com. That's certainty, T E A M, like Mary.com. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself, your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty. T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. 
Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. Welcome back to Finding Certainty. If you're just joining us, we're having a conversation today on how to find more certainty in your own life, how to create more certainty. Uh, The first two principles I've shared in the show today are First, having the type of mindset that you can hope for a better future, hope for a brighter future. You can hope for greater certainty or look forward to greater certainty. Having that mindset, I think, is the first piece. It's the foundation of everything else. Because if you don't believe it, even if it's hard, you know, I, I don't think it's ever going to happen. You know, what's interesting is that you go through a progression. You go from fear that is never going to happen to to hope that maybe it can happen. Then as you start implementing, it goes to belief that, well, or excuse me, you go from hope to faith, that it's a little bit stronger. It's a little bit more proactive than just hope. And then as things start to come together, you start to believe that it's possible. And eventually you get to knowledge that it, you did it. That it was, it was possible. You actually brought it to pass. It can actually get to a point where you are an expert. It's, it's perfect knowledge. Second principle we talked about was not just having faith that it can happen, not being having hope and that mindset and choosing to be more optimistic, right? Choosing to see the glasses more half full versus half empty, being that 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 coworker that gets sent home and chooses to see that as a positive versus a negative. Remembering there's opposition in all things. It's going to happen as part of life, but taking it in stride. And having that perspective, trying to be a person that has water off the duck's back, as they say, that fails forward rather than becoming incapacitated. Talked a little bit about 2020 hindsight. It's important to look back and learn from our experiences, but it's also important to look forward, not just having the right mindset, but then going to work on having a plan, doing an inventory of our life. Who do we know? What are our skill sets? What are our interests? What are the resources available to us? Sometimes, depending on our scenario, we don't feel like there's a lot. Maybe we're in an inner city situation or a, or a, or a, um, a neighborhood that doesn't have a lot of opportunity or a little town or something. But I think that's a mindset that, and it's, a, it's an incorrect belief. We tell ourselves we're limited, and maybe we are to some degree, but we apply limitations to our life and make them greater than they have to be. Instead of looking outward, saying, okay, what do I have to work with? What, who can I call on for help? What can I do versus focusing on what we can't do? And that takes me to the third principle. Uh, I talked at the beginning of the show about the two pillars. How we have to be willing to change and evolve and consider new te- technologies and relationships and so forth and so on. We have to you know, get on YouTube and learn things. We have to get on and try to connect with people join Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups and so forth and start developing relationships. We have to do those things. And that takes me to the third is that, or the second pillar of my show is we have to work together to do it. The third principle 
of creating more certainty in our lives is we have to rely on others. We can't do it alone. I talked briefly at the beginning about my good friend, Frank Hellring, who had me on his show. We had a great conversation. He invited me to become uh, a host myself. And I, I told the story of how I went through the process and applied and wrote a proposal and so forth and so on. Well, I invited Frank to come back and be my guest on my show. The very first show we had, August 12th, 2022, actually my son's birthday. And um, I did it most mostly to say thanks to Frank for opening up this opportunity for me, but also because I wanted to talk with him and tell our story and talk about reciprocity. Reciprocity or having a reciprocal relationship where it's win-win for both sides is a very hot topic for Frank and his show, Business Buzz. It's a very big piece of our, our work here at Certainty Management. But it's a big piece of everything. It's a big piece of finding and creating more certainty in your life, your business, your relationships, etc. You have to be willing to create more relationships and create greater um, connections. It's hard. I, I joke a little bit that I'm an, I'm an introverted people person, or I'm a people person who's an, or an antisocial people person, <laughs> because I'm a type who just assume be alone. I'd be, if I could be anywhere, I'd be on, a, on a, a trout river fishing, fly fishing all by myself. I'm not the kind of guy who goes to a party and is the life of the party and just feeds off that. I'm better one-on-one. -on -one. But I understand the value and the importance of relationships. I understand how important it is to connect with others for several reasons. One, it's, it's fulfilling, meeting new people, learning from them, growing and, and, and connecting with people. It's one of the things I love about my show is I get to connect with a new person, a new expert every week, and I learn about them. And I hear part of their story, and in the process, I believe they get to tell their story and I get to live their story and I get to benefit from their story. It's one of the, my favorite things about this, this show is all the people I've met and heard from and learned from and come to appreciate. The other piece though, is that we can't do everything by ourselves. No one, uh, we can't be an Island unto ourselves as they say, right? None of us can wear every hat. I've had to learn that in my business. Is I have to learn to delegate. I have to learn to, to, to give opportunities to people and empower the people around me. And an amazing thing happens. It frees up time for me. I'm, I'm able to focus on other areas. It empowers them and helps them stretch and grow and so forth. And in the process, the trust between us grows stronger. I'm still working on it, I'm trying to get better. But it's so valuable to partner with others. And one plus one doesn't just equal two, it equals three, or as, some, as I like to say, 11. It's a, it's a multiplying effect when you work together and, it, and, and, and magnify your collective efforts. There's ways we do this in our business. I'll give you a couple of examples um, that are really valuable and I think really important. To, they're, they're, they're good um, case studies, let's say. One of the services we provide at Certainty Management is a cost reduction service um, where we come in and we analyze a customer's printer and copier contracts. Okay, they're imaging contracts. Uh, this is a space that's about as exciting as watching paint dry. <laughs> you know, uh, our office equipment is not the most uh, 
you know, the sexiest or the most uh, exciting area, but it is a multi-billion dollar space. And it's a space that's unregulated. There's few checks or balances. Most customers are getting taken to cleaners. They're paying significantly more than they have to for these printer, copier, lease and service agreements. Well, we're able to come in and typically save our customers 30 to 60%. And one of the biggest reasons we're able to do that, one, we know what to change. And two, we know who to go to and how to ask for it. We work with over 400 vendors across the country and they know that we know what they know. So this changes the conversation. But the biggest piece that enables us to make such a difference for these customers is our collective buying power. Okay, this is the uh, combined buying power of all of our clients together. It doesn't matter, and we tell customers this, it doesn't matter how big you are, you plus all of our customers will always be bigger. We have some very large customers, public companies and universities and cities and so forth. And so together we just, have a bigger footprint. We have a, we carry a bigger stick, as I like to say. We're able to have the collective leverage of many, which helps our customers win big. Okay. Another example is this new project that we're working on called Transact Card. Transact Card is a new banking ecosystem. It's redesigning how banking is done. We say we're taking the power back from the big banks and giving it to the people. And together, there's multiple benefits that come out of that. Our consumers double their buying power. If you, if you don't understand this, you can go to www.certaintyvisa.com and learn more. But you literally double your buying power. Rather than just getting 1% or 2%, you're able to swipe your Visa debit card. It's FDIC insured. It's a Visa debit card. You swipe your card and you get dollar for dollar equivalent value back. You spend $200, you get 200, what we call Z-Bucks. Spend five bucks at Starbucks, you get five Z-Bucks. You go to Europe for a month, spend $20,000. As long as you use your transact card, you're going to get 20,000 Z-Bucks. From a business standpoint, small businesses have the ability to work with us and work with this team and create multiple streams of income for them. If you're a restaurant, for example, you get paid when they eat at your restaurant or order food or takeout, but you don't get paid when they go buy their gas, their groceries, go on vacation, pay their bills, anything else that they do with their Visa debit card. With the Transact card, you do. You'd even get paid when they go and eat at your competitors. So this is a way where we're partnering with small businesses and working together to accomplish more, to create additional revenue streams for them, take a nonprofit you're a pastor of a church and you're trying to save up and raise funds to pay for the next mission trips or pay for the addition to the church. With the Transact card, you could share it with your entire congregation. Every one of them could use this card and every time they swipe their card anywhere in the world that Visa is accepted, a portion will come back to the church. Talk about a phenomenal example of reciprocity. For businesses and entrepreneurs who want an opportunity, they can partner with us and work together and build what we call a digital branch office as one of our quote unquote franchisees. And in the process, they can partner and work together. So I was talking earlier uh, about hindsight and foresight, but there's a middle piece that we refer to as midsight. And that is while 
you have a plan and you're looking forward or you're looking back and seeing how you've done and, and what you could have done better and assessing and trying to get better. But what about when you're in the middle of it? Right? You're going through that challenge. You're dealing with that chronic pain. You are uh, building that business. You're trying to cr- implement this plan or, or seek after these opportunities. How do you do it? Well, it's very important that you assess where you're at, where you want to go. But then as you're going through it, you're also constantly asking yourself, okay, how am I doing? Are we on the right path? Do we need to tweak it? Do we need to improve it? Do we need to adjust? You think of an airplane uh, a, a, a airplane pilot, right? a, a jet, uh, like a major jet pilot for Delta or American Airlines or whoever. As they're flying across country, they are constantly making corrections. Okay, They don't just put it on autopilot and, 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 it, and it's not moving. The whole time, the, um, the instruments are making adjustments. We do the same thing as we're driving down the road. Our hands just aren't on the steering wheel and they're not moving. They're constantly keeping us in the lane. With an airplane, if you don't do it constantly, constantly make the adjustment, you're going to end up in a whole different city. If you don't do it as you're driving down the road, you're going to end up driving off the road. So this is this third principle of working together and together making these corrections and adjustments to try to get there. Part of I want to give a quick insight before we run out of time here. You want to connect with really phenomenal mentors, celebrities, people you look up for. One principle in all of this is, is as you're doing it, to constantly look for ways that you can give more than take. Celebrities and influencers and others are constantly hit up and asked if they'll invest in this business or make this introduction. The very best way to connect with someone like that, if you are going to ask them a question to say, what are you excited about lately? And secondly, what can I do to help? Is there anything I could do to help you? Many celebrities, many influencers support certain foundations. Many have even started them. A good way to get to know them is go and give service. So as we're looking forward with hope and optimism, as we're seeking to um, make improvements and, and, and to fail forward, as we're going through keeping that perspective, as we're connecting with more and more people, I hope these, these insights will help you. And, not, and someday you can look back with that hindsight and know that you had a plan, know that you made corrections as you went through, know that you connected with as many people as you could. And in the process, you got to where you wanted to go. If you'd like to learn more about anything we've talked about, you can text the word CERTAINTY to 26786, visit us at certaintyteam.com, or call us at 888-684-3122. I could talk lots more about these principles, but I hope that you can find more certainty in your life. And not just find it, but you can create it. We're here to help. I wish you the very best. Come back next week. We will hopefully have Nina on next week, because her story is an exact example of someone who has embodied these principles and made a difference in the lives of millions of people all over the world. Thanks for listening. Have a fantastic weekend, and I wish you the very best. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Finding Certainty. We hope you've gained some more insight into how to create more certainty in your own business or nonprofit. Join us next week for another taste of the certainty experience. Until then, we wish you greater certainty in all that you do.